Chatters, chatties, welcome home for a Great American Chat, a podcast where we chat about Great American media. I'm Chad Maurice, and in the house today, I have a very special guest, Father Randy Maddox, who is the host of the Great American Community Show, Sunday Reflections. Father Randy, welcome. Thank you for being here. Uh, Thank you so much, Chad. It's so great to be here, and thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. So, we got July. How's your July going so far? It's been good. It's been good. I've been on vacation, so I'm just getting back from vacation, actually. And uh, but I had three weeks off. It was wonderful. Haven't done that in a long, long time. So three I, weeks. I feel wow. And ready to go. <laughs> wow! Wow! Have you been enjoying the Great American Christmas in July? The movies that the network has been showing. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I, I love Christmas movies anytime. So Christmas in July is great. It gets me excited about the fall, you know, and when the when actual Christmas time comes and everything. So yeah, it's great. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Now, tell people a little bit about yourself. Where are you located now? What church are you affiliated with? Yeah, I'm in the Archdiocese of Atlanta, so I live in the Atlanta area. It's actually a town called Monroe, which is about an hour east of Atlanta between Atlanta and Athens. And um, so the the parish is St. Anna's Catholic Church, and I'm the pastor there. And uh, it's a nice little community, and uh, I really enjoy it very much. Oh, okay, okay. Now, where did you grow up? I grew up in Marietta, actually, which is just northwest of Atlanta, one of the suburbs northwest of Atlanta. And uh, so I've been in the kind of the Atlanta area all my life. And uh, I love it here. I love Georgia. So, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Now, normally, when you're in the um, um, minister or priesthood, don't you have to go to travel to different churches? Aren't you assigned to a church for a few years and then go to a different church for a few years and roam around the country a little bit? Well, you know, depending on kind of... If you're a religious order, you could go anywhere in the country, but I'm a, what they call a diocesan priest, so I work within the Archdiocese of Atlanta. That was my promise when I was ordained, so I'll, I'll always work for the Archbishop of Atlanta. So, ah, yes, okay. he, he can okay. move me anywhere, but it's going to be within the Atlanta area. Oh, okay. I got you. I got you. I got you. So you went to school in that in Georgia? Um, well, I went, I went to college at Emory University in Atlanta, mm-hmm. and then I went to seminary in uh, Notre Dame seminary in New Orleans. It's not the Notre Dame University, but Notre Dame oh, Seminary. Yeah. Oh, okay. Now, what are the education requirements? Like how many years does it take to be to get into the priesthood? Wow. Golly. Um, you know, currently I'm not exactly sure. I know because they just yeah. changed it and made it more. <laughs> but when I was going through, you had to have two years of uh, philosophy after college. Or you could take the philosophy during college, but a lot of us didn't. So we had to take philosophy after we got out of college. And then you could start your, your Masters of Divinity program, which was also a formation, a spiritual formation in, in the priesthood. So that takes four years. So um, I actually, it, I went through seven years because I did one year uh, just working in a parish, which is a common thing to do. And so that with the philosophy plus the four years uh-huh. of formation was basically seven years after college. Yeah. Okay, so it's like getting a master's or doctorate degree. Yeah, so you, you do get a master's, actually. You get a master's of degree. Do you? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Now, take me back when you were growing up. Were, were you, I'm guessing you weren't the typical teen. You weren't out, like, partying and drinking with your friends or anything like that? No, I was a pretty <laughs> boring, boring teenager, that's for sure. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I was, uh, yeah, I was, like, into, you know, being class president and just 
doing boring stuff. I did like theater. I did a lot of theater in high school and stuff like that in college. But um, but yeah, I wasn't a big partier. I never have liked mm. partying. I, I go to bed early and I wake up early. I'm, I'm pretty boring in that regard. <laughs> now, what got you interested in the ministry? You know, I think I've always been kind of a prayerful, introverted person, and I've always had a strong faith. And um, I didn't really think about ministry per se until I got into college. And I just like studying religion. I like studying uh, spirituality and prayer. And um, so that was my major in college was actually religion. And then um, so after that, I thought about becoming a priest. I was actually raised in the Episcopal Church, so I converted to Catholicism later. But um, even in the Episcopal okay. Church, I thought about being a priest, but it just wasn't right. And then once I did uh, decide to convert to Catholicism, become a Catholic, then it kind of all came back and, and, uh, and I pursued the priesthood. And the, uh, I, I just kept going till they say the door shut, but they, they kept opening. So, uh, so here I am. <laughs> and it's been great. Okay. So this was something you were thinking about then in high school then. Because obviously you went to college for it, right? Well, I didn't. Go, I didn't know what I was going to study in college, but um, in high school I did have a strong faith. Um, it's certainly a strong interior faith life. I didn't mm -hmm. go to church as much as uh, my my father and my brother did, but um, that didn't come till later. But uh, I did have a strong faith life. So yeah, it was pretty early when I was when I really you know had an awareness of my relationship with God and and my desire mm -hmm. to 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 serve Him in some way, and that just developed over time. Oh, okay. All right. Now, before we talk about Great American Community, I definitely have to talk about this. <laughs> we have to talk about, let me let me move things around here. Let me get you situated here. Let me, let me move this down here. We have to talk about the movie, The Engagement Plot. <laughs> I know it starred, stars, Ray, the movie stars Trevor Donovan and Rachel Boston, and you were one of the featured background actors. And I need to know, how, how did you get involved in this? <laughs> <laughs> just kind of happened. It's pretty funny. Uh, a parishioner actually just saw it recently and stumbled upon it. She was like, what is this? Is this Father Randy in this movie? And uh, I'm like, yeah, well, actually, I, um, you know, I, I knew um, um, Brad and uh, I mean, I'm sorry, Brian Bird and Patty Bird, his wife. And so they were mm -hmm. working on these projects. They were doing a couple of films out in uh, Colorado Springs. And um, so they needed some background folks and so they were asking different people and they asked me if I wanted to do it and I said sure you know whatever and and they said well we want to use you as as you as the town priest and uh just kind of as a featured extra spot and so uh so yeah so I got to do that it was, it was great fun and I'm very much uh grateful to them for that opportunity it was a lot of fun first time I'd ever done anything like that it was a hoot it was great wow so yeah because I was wondering because I knew you were near Atlanta and I'm thinking the film was shot in Colorado. So I was wondering how that, how you got involved in that. So you hopped on a plane and went out I there. I did. Right? I just hopped on a plane and went out there and uh, <laughs> had a great time. I was there for just a couple, I, it was just one day. I mean, my part was very small, obviously, but, uh, uh -huh. but it was yeah, great. It was a couple. I got to meet, um, you know, Rachel and uh, Trevor and all that kind of stuff. So uh, it, it was, for, and mm -hmm. um, um, uh, it was just, uh, it was just a lot of fun. It just a, just a great experience. You know? Mm -hmm. What was it like working with Brandon Clark and Brian Burke? He's awesome. They're both awesome. I mean, Brandon Clark's a great uh, director. He was was very easy on me because <laughs> this is the first time I'd ever done it. So I was very nervous, but, uh, uh -huh. but they were great. They were great. And Brian was very gracious. He let me watch a lot of the filming around my shoot. And so uh, uh, I got to learn a lot in, uh, in that short time of just kind of watching what was going on. I got to watch the screen. 
I forget what they call the screen, the monitoring screen, but uh, uh-huh. watching yeah. they did their, their, their clips and stuff and watched Rachel do a few things. And uh, she had a few scenes before me. And Jax, of course, was here. Jax Collier was in so yeah, yeah, her and we, we talked yeah. in the green room before uh, my scene. And so she's just a delight. I just love her to that. She's great. And um, so, yeah, so I, I got to learn a lot. I got to meet Trevor and chat with him a little bit before his stuff. I didn't watch his stuff, but uh, um, I got to at least talk to him a little bit. So uh, it was a lot of fun. Oh. It, was a lot of, it was a lot of fun. So, so you knew Brian beforehand. That's how it all happened. Yeah, right? I knew Brian from, uh, Brian. yeah, I knew okay. Brian from before all that. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that's great. All right. Let's talk about the great American community. Now, your, your show it's called Sunday Reflection, Reflections. Did they change the name of it? Yeah, first it was um, Faith in the Family, and I was doing a combination mm-hmm. of things. Um, I was doing Sunday Reflections on Scripture, and then during the week I was doing some kind of an activity that you could do in your home that was a family-friendly kind of activity that you could do with your kids that was kind of an expression mm-hmm. of faith or something like that. And so that was a lot of fun. Um, it was a lot. <laughs> it's a lot doing two a week, but, uh, but it, was, it was a lot of fun. And then we went to one a week. Um, and then it's been one, once a month. And so, yeah, it's, so once we did that, made that change, it is, um, we're just sticking with the Sunday ones. Okay. Well, tell people what it's about. Fill us in. Yeah. So Sunday reflections are basically, um, it could be anything, anything to reflect on spiritually. Sometimes I use the scriptures and sometimes it could be a topic. I think, uh, recently I've done prayer and, uh, talked about favorite prayers and things like that. So that was my last one. Before that, there was the Feast of Pentecost. So we did that. And so just different things, um, either based on the readings or that Sunday or just uh, spiritual topics that come up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you do you keep the topics kind of what's like what's going on in your church at the time? You can well, you know, in terms of the, the, the readings and stuff, there's a cycle that we follow. So yeah, those always are kind of given to me. I don't really... I don't go searching for a scripture passage. I just take those out of what Sunday, the readings for that day, uh, that Sunday, mm-hmm. yeah, those are just given. But, you know, there's a lot of great stuff in there. So plenty plenty mm-hmm. of little nuggets to choose from out of that, especially for just a three-minute <laughs> video, you know. So mm-hmm. now, how, now, how did you get asked to be a part of this? Well, um, um, when Bill Abbott started this uh, Great American Media I was very enthused and grateful for his um, endeavors with that and, and starting this. So I just emailed him and just told him thank you and I support him in every way. And so he wrote back and we just kind of um, kind of uh, talked back and forth and we became friends. And so then he, when this came up, uh, he asked me if I wanted to be a part of it. And I said, sure. Yeah, I'd love to. So. Oh, okay. So you didn't know Bill before he started this network? No, I had met him um at a When Calls the Heart fan club uh, convention. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but that was, oh, okay. I spoke to him briefly. And um, that was years and years ago. I don't even think he remembers that. But um, <laughs> but anyway, no, so pretty much just through this, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Now tell me about how, how, do, you, how do you do this? Do you record yourself on your phone, these videos? No, I have some of them on my phone. I've used different things. I've used different cameras. And uh, now I use a DSLR, you know, for it. And um, so... I think there, you know, there's pluses and minuses to different ones. Um, sometimes with my phone, it takes it a while for it to 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 go up into the cloud and for me to be able to access it. And um, anyway, so I just use different ones. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's all my yeah. stuff. Now, yeah. you, it's just basic stuff. It's all basic stuff. 
Do you now? Do you memorize the script, or do you have it like written in front of you? How, how do you do? Golly, that? I've done. I've done all the above. I've <laughs> <laughs> I've memorized. I have um, had a little cheat sheet of just kind of hit, hitting the high points, and uh, and I've just kind of talked and then you know edited it together. And unfortunately, I, I, I have to edit my own. I'm not very good at that. So some of the editing is not now, great, but um, but it's been so much fun. It really has. It's been a lot of fun to do. That was my next question. I was going to ask you if you, if you do the editing or if someone from the network does. I do. I do the editing and then I send it in and um, and then they have to fix it. <laughs> 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 and then they kind of, if, if they need to doctor it up, they can or, or whatever. You know. they, I, I don't think they do yeah. anything. They have fixed a few things, I will say. but um, And they've been very great about that. But, you know, they have so many videos to work on. They, they can't do all the mm -hmm. editing. That would be impossible. Because right. There's, you know. Tons of videos that they're getting right. Yeah, and they want. Correct me if I'm wrong. They want the videos like less than less than seven minutes. Oh yeah, like I think it started out um, four or five minutes, and it was really mm -hmm. hard at the beginning to get it under five. I had to really kind. Of, you know, I was trying to do too much in a lot of it because, um, you know, we're. I was trying to do different activities like cooking or making something, and it's hard to do all that and mm -hmm. get that in and five. Minutes. Yeah, even with editing it, with yeah. my editing skills are not that great. Um, so mm -hmm. kind of rethought that, and, and then they were saying that basically the attention span is about three minutes. So they oh. like us to stay to around three minutes. So in some ways that's been harder, oh. but it's been easier too. Be, I mean, once I got, kind of got my mind around that and just started thinking in smaller chunks, it was easier. But, um, but sometimes uh -huh. it's hard to condense what you want to say into that a short period of time. <laughs> yeah. Especially me, you like to like, go on and go on. <laughs> And, and how many takes does it usually take you to, to get these? Oh, let's not talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I've got so many videos of just stuff. I mean, talk about the cutting room floor. I mean, my goodness. I, I pick little pieces out of this massive, like, you know, sometimes it's like, I don't know, 10 takes or something. <laughs> it's really bad. Yeah. I look yeah. out of it and get my three minutes and then I'm good. <laughs> uh, yeah, a piece of this take, a piece of that take yeah. and kind of put them all together. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I've learned a lot. Well, I'm glad. Yeah, well, I'm glad that you're a part of this app because we definitely need more faith content on TV and on social media. Well, that's for sure. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, and that's my big yeah. thing. You know, I just want to, I want you know, television to be a positive influence. There's so much junk out there. We need positive mm -hmm. stuff, and we need mm -hmm. lifts us up. You know, and faith, of course, lifts us up. And, and so, oh yeah. So yeah, just all of that. So I'm I'm really excited about what's going on with Great American Media, especially this latest acquisition of PureFlix, and we oh, yeah. don't know how all that's gonna yeah. you know work itself out. But um, it's a it's a wonderful asset and opportunity to to really take another step into the faith dimension, which I'm I'm really really mm -hmm. excited and grateful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the way society's been going, like the last twenty years, yeah. things that I mean. People want to ban the Pledge of Allegiance. They want to ban Absolutely. In God We Trust on currency. I mean, Absolutely. Bibles are being removed from schools and right. hotels. That's I right. mean, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it is ridiculous. And it's scary because yeah. we need God. I mean, you know, yeah. we, we need his guidance. We need uh, his truth and his love because we can't do it ourselves. You know, we need that. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and so and we, we, there's a lot of freedom in when we do accept what he teaches us because he knows. He, he created us, so he knows how we're supposed to work, right? So. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let, let's talk about some uh, specific videos. 
Okay. I got a, I got a kick out of these. I, I loved your the, the Halloween video. You know, you carve a mean pumpkin. I, you I, carved I, Jesus's face in that pumpkin. That was awesome. That was the first time I'd ever done that, and I didn't know if it was going to work. And uh, I was surprised <laughs> that it did. <laughs> you were surprised that it did. And then I was like, well, maybe I can make this better. Then I'm like, no, I better not touch it because I don't want to ruin it. I'm just going to let let it be. You know? <laughs> yeah, when you were doing that, when I've always used those patterns. I always tape the pattern onto the pumpkin and I've always traced the pattern with a marker uh-huh. and then I've taken the pattern off and then, and then done it. But you didn't do that. You, you taped it on there and then you took a knife and started pounding through the paper into the pumpkin. Yeah. Right? Well, you make, you make your marks by putting your pin, a pin mark in there. So yeah, I had a knife, yeah, I had a poker know. thing. Uh, I think I used yeah. it and I poked yeah. little holes so that when I took the paper off, there was a whole bunch of dots, but then you have to yeah. play connect the dots. <laughs> Yeah, and that's interesting. Like, I'm not sure which of these dots are supposed to be connected. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to put my paper back up there and say, "Oh yeah, it goes this way." And so it, 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 I couldn't believe it worked. It was it was a blessing. I think a, I think a small little miracle, a grace from God, that it worked. But uh, I was very happy. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to try that next time. And I loved your idea about getting the kids to dress up as biblical figures instead of monsters for Halloween. I think that was great. Oh, yeah, I like to do that. I, I, yeah. think it's, I mean, you know, the scary stuff is fine, but some of it kind of gets a little bit. I mean, for me, I'm I'm kind of uh, I don't know. I, I I don't like to be scared. So, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, but just you know, using uh, biblical figures and uh, things like that to dress up as is, is kind of your your hero kind of deal. Is a fun mm-hmm. way to go about it. Yeah. Yeah, and and I love and I love the, the your 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 Noah costume. I love the cardboard <laughs> art. That was awesome. <laughs> it was all fun. I mean, I didn't know what I was going to do, but it was it was fun. I had a good time doing it. It was, it was a little bit silly, and I, I like being silly, so <laughs> uh, I don't get to do it. Very and the much. reason and the reason you mentioned dressing up as biblical characters is because the origins of Halloween is actually a religious holiday. Oh, absolutely. That's kind of that's kind of how it started. Yeah, absolutely. All yeah. Hallows Eve. It was the the evening yeah. of All Saints Day, so it was a day to celebrate the, mm-hmm. the saints, and so. Um, it was a religious holiday, and so yeah, so mm-hmm. dressing up in those ways, you know, biblical uh, people or saints or something like that, it's mm-hmm. totally appropriate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, on correct me if I'm wrong, but on All Hallows Eve, like centuries ago, people visited the houses of the people who have lost loved ones in the community, and they would bring treats like cakes and bread and things like that to um, like celebrate the souls of their, their loved ones. That's kind of how trick-or-treating started, didn't you it? You know, I had not heard that, but I think that's awesome. And it, it does make sense think, because it is a time where you kind of think about death. I mean, that's normally in the fall mm-hmm. with the dying of the leaves and things like that. And so that, that's yeah. kind of an old custom. So that, and then that question, of course, the, the church's answer to that is, is um, you know, the, the saint, you know, heaven, you know, after we die, we go to heaven. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so that makes perfect sense. I did not know that, but I'm going to read up more on that because I think that's really cool. Yeah, I, I read I read that several years ago, and I remember. Then, then of course, there was All Saints Day the next day where they would have parades and festivals and things like that to celebrate those that we had lost in, in the community. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Since it's Christmas in July, we have to talk about Christmas. Christmas. Now, you yeah. did a couple of videos. You did a couple of Christmas videos. Of course. Now, is this right? You don't decorate your tree until Christmas Eve? I don't because um, <laughs> I like, you know, the, you know in, the, in, in the Catholic Church, we have the season of Advent, which is a season of anticipation and waiting. And so we look forward mm-hmm. to Christmas. And then Christmas doesn't actually start till 
the, you know, Christmas Eve, the 24th or the, you know, the eve right. of Christmas day. And then it goes on for, right. um, goes on for a while after that. So that's the real decorated mm -hmm. Christmas time. So I wait mm -hmm. and, um, I wait and decorate my tree kind of progressively. Like at first I do, mm -hmm. I'll, I'll just put up a green tree and I might put some, you know, needs that I think up on there and I'll pray about those where these people need. And then I'll, I'll do that. And we do that in the church too. We'll, we'll have a, tree that just has different needs for for kids in the community you know clothes or toys that they may need so that they have a christmas and then parishioners can take one of those and then they'll buy the gift and then they'll bring it back and put it under the tree and then at uh now we, what we what the fun way to do that is have everybody bring it back uh on for christmas so that it's under the lit christmas tree but you know we, we got to get these things earlier and earlier out to the kids so they can have it by Christmas. So it's kind of hard to make that happen. But <laughs> but yeah, so it, so so it kind of starts with that. And then as you get closer, you know, I might put up some stuff. Um, mm -hmm. You know, the third and fourth week of Advent. But the lights don't come on until Christmas Eve. Absolutely, for sure. Oh, that's interesting. That and I like your your paper gingerbread men idea to write people's names on this little gingerbread man yeah, and put it on the yeah, on the tree. Yeah. To, to, to remind you to pray for those people and to remind you you got to buy a gift for them. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and that was really easy. I just took a little cookie cutter from making you know cookies, uh, gingerbread cookies, and I just traced around it and cut it out. And yeah, so it's a really easy thing. To mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, that's a good idea. And then after you buy them a gift, you can take their you can take their name off the tree, and then they, then you know who you have left to that's shop right. for. Exactly. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> totally. It's a good way to keep up with it. <laughs> Now, one thing you mentioned in, in in one of your videos is the commercialism of Christmas. Mm -hmm. And it always drives me nuts that the 12 days of Christmas aren't celebrated. People only celebrate the first day. What about the other 11? Amen, What's going brother. On? Preach it. Preach it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm the same way. Like, you know, I know. It, it starts on, on January 25th. That's the first day of Christmas. And then it goes yeah. to Epiphany. And Epiphany is right. the day that the whole world recognizes, you know, based on the represented by the wise men, that the uh, mm -hmm. the world recognizes that the king is born. So, um, so yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's actually yeah. Epiphany is where the gift giving comes from. That's the tradition of the gift. Mm -hmm. But yeah, the twelve days mm -hmm. of Christmas are very important. Absolutely. Yeah, it drives me nuts when people I take down their decorations and throw their tree out on the street on like December 26th. I know, exactly. I'm like, what are you doing? Christmas exactly. just started. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So yeah, everybody's tired of it by then. I'm like, yeah, we're just getting started, you know? So. Yeah. People celebrate from like December 1st to December 25th yeah. when they should be celebrating from December 24th to January 6th. Yeah, when they should be exactly. Celebrating. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So. Yeah. And I think, I think that's when the network should show the majority of the Christmas movies. There's those are during those 12 days. Yeah, I think they I think start the movie last too early. year. I think last year they did do more like later after Christmas, which I was very appreciative. Did about. they? Yeah. And um, so that was good. And I realized, I mean, you know, the competing with the culture and at least get Christmas out there is good. So I, I love all that yeah. Christmas movies before Christmas, but to me, it's just pre-Christmas. <laughs> You're just getting me started. Yeah. You're just getting me started. I'm getting primed, priming the pump for the actual celebration of the 12 days of Christmas. I know. The other thing that drives me nuts is that people consider Santa Claus to be the center of the holiday. Oh, yeah. And he shouldn't be the center of the holiday. Oh, absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, that's true. It's way too much. Yeah. we got to get gifts rather than focusing on the gift, which is Jesus. You know? Yeah. You know, that's the yeah. And, you know, he's, he's everything. So... 
-hmm. And that's where I think commercialism really does kind of do us a disservice because it gets kids, especially thinking that the whole value is where they're going to get under the tree and, and really there's right. more value in the, the gift of right. behavior and uh, the life that he calls us to and provides for us. So, yeah. Yeah. And I'll, and I've always thought that that Jesus should be at the malls instead of Santa. So I think kids should go to the mall and sit on Jesus's knee. Oh right, yeah, rather yeah. Than instead Santa's. of having like yeah. the North Pole scene, have the nativity up there. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, have the nativity scene. Yeah, <laughs> so get kids thinking yeah, about what the holiday's exactly. all about. You know, <laughs> which is true. Like 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 going out to try to buy a nativity, it's getting harder and harder to find. Are they? Are they sell nativities? They don't sell them anymore, which is really sad. Wow. Yeah, yeah that is. That is. Let's chat a little bit about the Great American Book Club, which yeah. the network started back in March. I know you started off doing, you did a Jane Austen uh, series, right? We, Talk, tell people what, what that's all about. Yeah, we started off with um, the Jane Austen series, uh, Essentially Austen, I think it is called. And uh, that was kind of, mm -hmm. to kind of kind of get our feet wet a little bit about how this was all going to work. I had no idea how it was going to work. Um, but, um, but we, we picked those books and, and, uh, Cammie Lever is wonderful and she's the producer on all of this and, uh, she's done a really great job in, in picking books that people really love. I mean, everybody loves Jane Austen and I have not read her before, but, um, I loved her books. I mean, I really thought they were great, full of a lot of virtue and, uh, um, just really, really, you know, good, good, good exploration of the human condition in a variety of ways. So, um, so I really had a good time reading them. I had not read any of those books before. Yeah. Um, so that's been a lot of fun, a lot of fun. And then, you know, it's, it's been amazing to see how the interaction, like with the people that come on and the things that they say in the chat and the things that they know about these books. I mean, a lot of these folks really are great. Um, they know the literature. They really know these books. And it's really impressive to see their comments and, and everything. So it's been, it's been a whole lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Now, so you and Cammie host these over Zoom. Is it once a month, right? It's once a month, yeah. Mm -hmm. We do it every month, mm -hmm. once a month. And uh, so, uh, we, we, so, yeah, it's, it's, been, a, it's been, a, been a real learning experience. I have not read these classics. Uh, I haven't read classics, per se, since I was in high school, I think. You know, I read a lot of, Is that I read scripture and I read a lot of spiritual books, but you know, these classic literature I haven't read in a long, long time. And so, especially Jane Austen, you know, she's a little bit hard to read. And so it took me a while to kind of get into the group. <laughs> I finally did. Is it, is, it, is, it, is it challenging for you to get the books read within a month? I think um, at first I was like petrified, like, how am I going to do this in time? But it wasn't as bad as I thought. And of course, the first books I think we read were shorter. And then... Um, and then I got better at reading Jane Austen. And so the last one, which was longer, it was, it was okay. But I was a little bit nervous at first. I didn't know because I hadn't been reading mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. And so I didn't know. But uh, mm -hmm. yeah, it all, it all turned out fine. And Cammie's wonderful. She's just a delight. She's great. Yeah. Yeah. And she's, now how did you get involved in the book club? Who, who asked you to do that? Um, Bill did. He it was just like, you know, oh, okay. it sounds crazy, but uh, I want you to meet Cammie. And I want, if you're open to it, I'd like y'all to work on a book club. And I'm like, okay, that'd be fun. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Sure. Why not? And, and a couple of the books had movies that were loosely based on them. The network showed that uh, 
Happily Ever Emma movie, I think was was the name of it. And then they showed a, the they've shown Sense and Sensibility movie. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so you kind of talk about the movies a little bit along with the books. Yeah, too, we right? try to pick movies that have some connection to stuff that's going on. That's the whole idea is to have try to keep some connection going on. We'll see how that goes going forward. But, uh, but yeah, that's what we try to do. Absolutely. Yeah. Speak, speaking of going forward, what, what books do you have coming up? Well, you know, uh, we're still working on that. Um, so I'm still waiting, still working still waiting okay. for the next one. Yeah. Um, but uh, there's some there's some possibilities uh, that I don't want to. It hasn't been decided, so I don't want to say. <laughs> but, oh, OK. All right. Uh, is it going to be an, another like series of an author series of books or is it going to be individual books? Um, that remains to be seen. I think there's a possibility of a series of books, um, and there's, you know, some other options too. So say so that. Yeah, I think we're, we're just kind of right. you know, waiting to see. Okay. And people can sign up, uh, for the book club on the great American family website. Yes. Right. That's right. Exactly. Yep. There's just, all you have to do is put in your email. They'll send you all the information. They'll send you reminders. They'll send you the link to the, the, um, the zoom event when it comes and uh yeah that's all you need the zoom link yeah okay great great well father randy this has been fun getting to know you well, thank you chad it's been great getting to know you too i've really enjoyed this <laughs> yes i'm glad that you agreed to do this i know we talked several months ago when the community app first came out about you coming on, but you were a little busy at the time. Yeah, so, yeah. It, it, right yeah. there at the beginning, it was kind of crazy. I was like, I, I don't even know, I don't know uh, what's going on. I don't know what we're supposed to talk about. I, I've never done this before, uh, so I was really like, ah. Well, now you're a pro at it. Well, I don't know about that, but I mean, <laughs> I'm somewhat familiar with it now. <laughs> Tell, tell people your social media handles so they can follow you along. Yeah, follow on Instagram, your, I'm Father Randy Maddox, at, uh, at Father, mm -hmm. Father Randy Maddox, F.R. Randy Maddox. And then, um, golly, uh, the only other one is Twitter. And I have two on Twitter. I have uh, We Need uh, Family TV. That was my old one. And then I have one that's, um, I, you know, I don't even know what the time. I think it's Father Randy Maddox <laughs> as well. <laughs> And you and you live tweet the movies usually. I right? do. I try to live tweet all the movies. I think that's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's nice being there with everybody and kind of sharing yeah. the comments and the experience of the new movies. So, so yeah. So we got one coming up, uh, um, and we'll be doing that. Yeah, exactly. All right. We'll check out Father Randy at the, on the Great American Community app and also on their website, GreatAmericanCommunity.com. And sign up for the Great American Book Club, and you can join his Zoom meetings with Cammy and talk about books. Uh, uh, Father Randy, thank you again for being here. Thank you and, so much, uh, Chad, for having me. And thank you, Chatters, for being here. And until next time, you keep the faith, keep smiling, keep your friends close, and keep your great American family closer. <laughs>